Hi, I'm Kathy, and welcome back to Cathartic Conversations Podcast. And I want to thank you for joining us today. When I was on my trek and in motion finding myself after being bound for so long, God was busy placing people in my path to enlighten me, to inspire me, and to see life from many, many perspectives and lenses. Today, we have a guest who has truly been an inspiration to me. I am honored to have known him for six years. He hails from the UK, and I think he subscribes to the same thing I do. The world can only change from within. With 35 years under his belt, he is a Tai Chi expert and a spiritual practitioner. Please welcome Christopher Collins to Cathartic Conversations Podcast. Thanks very much for inviting me on. You're welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm very well. It's great to be here. Really, really excited for this. Yes, Um, me too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very happy that you accepted my uh, invitation. I was surprised and I was happy that you said Well, I wasn't doing anything, so I thought, why not? (laughs) That's Uh, good. Lucky for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Saturday, slow day, you see. That's good. All right. So, Chris, um, I know you have a wealth of um, experience and a wealth of knowledge and information in basically overall wellness. Well, I think so anyway. Um, but I do remember, and it sticks out in my mind, you having uh, gone through practicing and learning Tai Chi, which is very interesting. Can you please tell our viewers, what is Tai Chi? Okay. In a, in a nutshell, uh, it, it, Tai Chi is a little bit like a, a burger. There are loads of different layers to it. So there's the stuff that you see outside, the bun and the patty, and then there's all the other stuff inside that you don't see until you get into it. So it is a system of movement. Um, tai Chi, it, it mm-hmm. is kind of, it's got many translations, many names. Uh, it's to do with the, the grand ultimate. So in simple terms, in physical terms, if you stretched forward too far, you'll fall over. Mm-hmm. If you you know do too much hard labor you'll hurt yourself right but from a kind of psychological aspect or perhaps a philosophical aspect what it is is a way of identifying your extremes in order to find your center Mm. so it's practiced slowly you'll Mm. often see the stock footage on cnn people moving very slowly and it looks very graceful right and they're normally all old Mm-hmm. So it's 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 known as an old person's uh, pursuit, which is not really true. However, it does tend to be also known as something which is really good for things like arthritis, blood pressure, concentration. When you go to a Tai Chi class, uh, mm-hmm. people say this pretty much universally. I didn't think about anything else other than what I was doing for that hour. Mm-hmm. That's how you get them. Mm-hmm. Because... We live in this constant maelstrom of attention-seeking energy, let's call it that. The chimes on your phone, the the constant notifications, all the stuff that's around you. 
and it takes us out of the present. And I always remember very early on in my experience talking to somebody and they said, you know, the only way to be happy is to enjoy what you are and where you are. And most people don't know what they are. They don't know where they are. That's true. And I thought, man, that's deep. And it's, it is true because at the time I was quite young and I was trying to be something. We all do this. You know, we, we try to be something. Mm-hmm. You can't be anything other than what you are. That's right, Chris. Mm-hmm. That's it. And most of our angst, most of our crises as human beings comes from that fact. People say it all the time. I'm working on myself. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. You are made perfect. Deal with that. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So wow. that. So Tai Chi, it, that's the, the bun and, and the patty. That's what you can see. But the stuff that's inside of it is a philosophy, a way of actually understanding the universe. Mm-hmm. And, and the universe, this is another great term, the universe. Oh, it seems like you're learning from the outside how to connect on the inside. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Everything you need is within you. Mm-hmm. The universe is within you. We are a, a microcosm of the macrocosm. Right. And there's a very powerful exercise within Tai Chi. Yoga people do it as well. And I'm mm-hmm. sure a lot of other meditation um, pro programs use it. And it's known as um, microcosmic orbit breathing, mm-hmm. small orbit breathing. Right. Um, that in itself can bring you a great deal of benefits. And, and very quickly, what you do, you use your imagination and your breath. Um, mm-hmm. That aspect of Tai Chi is known as Qi Gong or Qi Gong, it's sometimes spelled. Okay, so Qi is energy or breath, right. and, as in Gong Fu or Kung Fu, wherever mm-hmm. you know, yourself, is basically a concept of work towards a good purpose. And so when you use your breath and your energy, to a good purpose, that's jiggle. So you imagine your breath, as you breathe in, you imagine your breath starting from your belly, just below your navel, mm-hmm. and it travels down underneath the body, up through the spine, gets to the top of the head, and as you breathe out, it comes back down, back to where it returns. And you just do that normal breathing, and people do it generally standing or sitting, and that can bring you a real sense, if nothing else, of where your tension is. Because a lot of people find they can't breathe when they get tension across their shoulders because we all breathe from our chest, not our belly. Right, right. Um, so that's one thing. Okay. But what I found fascinating is that there are a lot of little, almost hacks, like mm-hmm. little hacks that you can use. And I hope we can get into some of those because they are. Like, it takes a minute to explain. It actually takes longer to explain it than it does to do it. Okay. Give you a clarity of mind briefly at first. Mm-hmm. give you a, a sense of calmness um, if you suffer from anxiety then we can learn to get that under control to right. mm-hmm. and there are some fantastic ways of looking at things like compulsive thought right. certain, certain addictive qualities great not, you know there's lots in there so mm-hmm. it's, it's real it's not just an empty philosophy it's something that can help us it can help other people right. and it's non it's non-denominational uh-huh. so 
it doesn't matter if, if you uh, follow a, a strict Buddhist pathway or, or a, a Roman Catholic pathway or, or a whatever pathway, mm -hmm. because it's non-denominational, it's, it's got nothing to do with um, religious um, ritual. Mm -hmm. It's stuff you do with your breath. It's really cool. Yes. yes. So tell me, Chris, um, you've been I know you've been practicing for a long time because me and you, we've talked about this before. What got you into Tai Chi? That's a good question. What got you there in the first place? I remember as a five-year-old, mm -hmm. four or five-year-old child watching David Carradine on TV mm -hmm. in okay. the TV show Kung Fu. Mm -hmm. And this guy would wander around, you know, he kind of lived like a nomad and, uh, and he would normally bring some drop of wisdom into someone's life. And I remember sitting down and thinking, I want to be, I want to be like that when I grow up. That's right. what I want to be. Mm -hmm. And I just had a fascination with it. And I went through uh, quite a few different teachers. Mm, couldn't find any that were really, truly uh, um, on the right wavelength, I suppose. Eventually did find some. Very strange, my first introduction to it. I was at a, um, a martial arts uh, kind of seminar. Oh, okay. In, in another part of the UK mm -hmm. and we were teamed up there's about 50 60 people in this in this big big sports hall um, I got I got partnered with this older guy and I was practicing a, a style of kung fu at the time and when we were like play fighting together you know nothing I could do would touch this guy he would just so you out. didn't you didn't know that at first you didn't know it was internal you just liked it the moves and you liked it the karate aspect and things of yeah. that nature okay yeah. Okay. Because yeah, it, you know, it was it looked cool. Okay. But there was something about the way that this um, going back to this this you know it's it's a theoretical thing. Mm -hmm. Going back to the way David Carradine portrayed this 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 monk, this Buddhist monk. Right. Um, and there was a, like a this sense of unshakable calmness mm -hmm. about him, which I you know, and I knew even as a five year old, you know, this is like TV. It's not real, but but why why not have an aspect of that in your life? Because I think where people tend to um, kind of fall down is that they they see these people like me other people you know and we you know we give this aura of being you know everything is sorted everything is awesome yeah. not, life isn't like that life is yeah. real and anybody right. that it isn't is 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 not telling the truth you know mm -hmm. but when i realized what this guy was actually doing and he, he said to me look he said you're, you're all this fists and all i've got to do all I need to do to get out of that is just do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he said, less is more. Right. And that was it. I was hooked. Mm -hmm. And I was like, he showed me what he knew. And then I just went on and, and just picked up, picked up more knowledge, soaked it, soaked it, soaked it. Um, right. um, and, and, and I was lucky enough to be able to work in a, in a way that enabled me to use that. So um, I worked quite a lot as a counsellor. Mm -hmm. uh, and as a as a healer using um, acupressure, um, with a I want to get into that too. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and that's really good. And uh, again, that 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 realization came out of the movements of of, of Tai Chi. So mm -hmm. the movements intrinsically are designed to work, not the muscles. You don't you don't really use your muscles. It's it's all to do with tendon uh, and very strange stuff. But if you can experience what chi feels like if you 
you know when you're a kid you press your arm up against the wall for like 30 seconds and then when you step away from the wall your arm just raises of its own accord mm-hmm. that's what cheers that's mm-hmm. the way it feels when you when you've done it for a few years and you can start to think so the very first movement in in the tai chi form is you stand with your feet together mm-hmm. and you you have to lift up your left leg and step out to a shoulders width apart okay it starts. Mm-hmm. but the way you do that is you don't shift your weight you imagine moving your center down in your belly right. you imagine your center of gravity moving to the right over your right leg mm-hmm. so your left leg becomes empty and you can lift it lift it without moving your shoulders and that in if you're talking about the kind of martial art aspect of it one of the dead giveaways is when someone's shoulder goes if their shoulder drops or you know they're going to throw a punch right. so that's that's a, a kind of that's a, a thing to try and deceive the other person mm-hmm. but i'm not interested in that anymore i'm 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 50 something years old i'm too old to fight <laughs> right so <laughs> you know i get out of breath walking up the stairs so we're not i'm just you know we're that kind of thing is for kids it's great right. no, right. there are some great fighters out there fantastic right. but for me it's about longevity it's about having a peaceful life it's about having the tools internal self-defense mm-hmm. so the internal self-defense so after practicing tai chi your takeaway from learning all the internal stuff came with it so like you said, we are a certain age now. So you have discovered or awakened mm. things in yourself Yeah, and from it, it, the practice over all those years. So now the practice is all internal Yeah, as far as, like you said, the things that um, bother us, our, our angst and things like that. We have knowledge of how to calm them down with our breath. Tell us more, Chris. Tell us more. Okay. <laughs> so the, the 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 idea of less is more is really important. Um, all of us have too much stuff, too many keys on the key ring, too many mobile devices, too many uh, too many diary entries, too many bills. Mm-hmm. One of the things I say to people initially is if you if you're really serious about decluttering your right. life, right. And my wife is a decluttering queen. Mm-hmm. She really is. She's, right. If you leave anything lying around, it's gone. Mm-hmm. So, But the first thing to do is take an inventory of your life, figure it out. Do I really need this? Do I really need that? My wife talks about the fantasy self and the real self, you know. Right. My fantasy right. self has got a, a, you know, a, a, a suit in the, in the wardrobe that I used to be able to fit into when I was 30. Mm-hmm. you're never going to fit into that suit again brother get rid of it you know <laughs> mm-hmm. fantasy self is no more but and then you say you know what do you really need and this is where the ego comes into it because your ego says yeah but i want the best i want better than they've got across the yard from me or i want this because the advert tells me so but do you really need 50 bottles of aftershave right no, no. so it, it teaches you like less is more and the less you have the less you have to worry about. There's a fantastic story about a guy who lives in, in the woods, out in the wilderness. And every morning he goes to fetch his water from the stream and he sees these lovely coloured pebbles in the stream. And he lives in a very sort of austere uh, kind of log cabin. And he says, oh, you know, I'd really like those pebbles on my windowsill so I can look at them, have that beauty. Of course, when he takes them home, the pebbles dry out 
So then they lose their luster and their shine. Then he realizes he's got to go not only to get water for himself, he's got to get water Then he's got to build a container to keep the pebbles in. And in the end, he just says, you know what? I could just go to the river and see them. Less is more. Leave it mm-hmm. where it is. You know? Right, right. And, and that kind of mindset, it, it's, it's very interesting because most of the stuff that we have, we don't need. We don't mm-hmm. use. Mm-hmm. Let alone need. Um, and when it comes to well-being, you know, everybody's well-being is is individual. And again, going back to the analogy of Tai Chi, everyone moves in a very different and profound way. Mm-hmm. So when one person, you know, lifts their their hand to to do a particular move, you can tell if you look very carefully whether they've had any stress, whether they've had like frozen shoulder, because they'll move differently. Everyone is individual. So everyone's well-being looks different. And Mm -hmm. we can't kind of normalize that. You know, we have to let people be individual because one of the other things that this this methodology teaches Mm -hmm. us is that if you don't allow someone to express themselves as their truth, if you like, mm-hmm. that will that will cause blockage and and, and disease. Yes. Illness. Yes. Yes. Now I want you to get into a little bit more about um I call it the sign of the times. Um it's, I find that people are having a harder time um with depression, with stress levels and regulating them and um they don't have a solution. You know no. what I'm saying? They're scared to reach out. Some of them are scared to reach out. They're scared to seek help. So can you touch base on, this is a different time we're in, Chris. Different time. Yeah. Um, same know, technique it, works, but we're in different times. Can you speak yeah. to that? It, it, I suppose the, 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 the simple answer to that question is the tougher your fight, the more you need to train. All right. So the, these techniques still work, but you need to be, Right, you know, on it all the time. So, for instance, people have often said, I've heard it said a lot, and it's said a lot in the media. We never would have believed that there would have been a, like a, a war in Europe. Well, mm-hmm. it's been coming for f- at least 15 years. Right, right. Nobody's done anything about it. Mm-hmm. So, we, you know, we, we are where we are. What we need to do is not catastrophize, not, you know, speculate, not worry about things which may or may not happen. Right. My own personal feeling is I think it's, you know, it's very terrible what's happened. I don't think it's going to escalate into a, you know, a, a nuclear conflict. That's my own personal feeling. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you why I know that. I just, that's what I feel. Okay. So um, how do we stop worrying? You know, just say, oh, don't worry. Well, that's easy for you to say, Guy, because I am worried. Right. So what you need to do is just say, okay, this is a really interesting technique you can use. If you're sat on a chair, you can do this right now. Whether you're sat on a chair, led on a rug, walking in, in, the, in, the, in the park, whatever this is. Mm-hmm. Bring your attention to where you are, feet on the ground or seat on the chair or led on your bed. Okay. The only thing that we need in the absolute nanosecond is a place to be. You've got it. So feel that. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. The next thing we need on the hierarchy of needs, the very next thing we need is air to breathe. So just focus on that in and out. Focus on those two feelings together. That is the feeling of abundance. That's 
what abundance is. Hmm. If you are abundant in the moment, you're going to be abundant as long as you stay in the moment. I love that most famous of prayers, the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. So give us what we need today. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about tomorrow. Stop bitching and fighting with everyone else. Let's work together to build that kingdom of heaven now. So pay attention to where you are. You've got that in abundance. Mm-hmm. You're never going to fall through space. Next thing you need is your breath. And I know from experience when you when you can understand what abundance feels like right you're going to get abundance it it has to happen some people call it a law of whatever i don't go for that kind of thing mm-hmm. it is just a natural thing mm-hmm. the, the bird that sits in my tree doesn't worry about getting food we feed it nuts every day but you know the birds don't go around thinking oh i better not fly because i burn energy and, and i might not get fuel right worry about that they just exist. And that's what we need to learn to do, just to be. Exist in the moment. The moment is where all the magic is. I often compare it to this this kind of idea, like we're all on these treadmills in this big, you know, kind of energetic gym. We're all on these treadmills. And on the treadmill, every so often come treasures. But we're so busy looking at that guy's treadmill or that girl's treadmill. That's the truth. That is the truth. The treasures <laughs> that are running through our feet. Mm-hmm it back to now Mm -hmm. the treasures will arrive when you need them you know somebody once said to me i practice your technique for abundance i said that's good yeah but i still haven't won the lottery i was like do you need the lottery do you need several million bucks what would you do with it oh i don't know that's why you're not winning the lottery when you've got a need for it it will show up okay and it's true. It is true. Mm-hmm. That is an absolute cast iron fact. Mm-hmm. Any way you can prove it is to try it. Mm-hmm. That's true. That was good, Chris. Now, I'm going to get into something that is very unexpected to you. I know for a fact, because um, we have spoken about this a long time ago. You practice, I don't know, I don't think you call it a religion. <clears throat> you practice something called... Taoism. Yeah. So it's a philosophy, not a religion. Tao mm-hmm. is a Chinese word that means the way, mm-hmm. often spelled with a T, Tao. Tao mm-hmm. um, is the way. So the way is basically your pathway, okay. your route. Okay. It's not the way doesn't um, dictate to you where you should go. Mm-hmm. The way gently guides you, nudges you a little bit. When you go off of your path, you become lost. And that's when we start to take uh, um, on board things to make us feel better, things to distract us. Okay. One of the things about the, the, the pandemic, mm. and the lockdown, mm-hmm. people were forced to spend time with themselves. Right. Absolutely. Running away from your problems, folks. <laughs> oh, so now I've got to deal with it. <laughs> okay. Get the drugs. Exactly. In. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why I think a lot of people now are, 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 are struggling more because we've had this, you know, ba- basically what we've been served up with is that you are not powerful. You know, here's a little bug that's going to come around and lock everything down. Right. 
whether you believe it or not, whether you think it's a great conspiracy, whatever, but it, it's happened, you know, it is what it is, we deal with it. Mm -hmm. The next thing is we've got all this unrest that's going on in the world. And so, like, we're kind of, we're not the masters of our own destiny anymore. That's mm -hmm. tough. Right. If you've been used to, like, you know, I'm going to, this is my five-year plan, or this is my goal, and this is where I'm going. And then suddenly it's like, mm -mm. Wow. Exactly, exactly. It's like being knocked off of uh, something, a certain type of certainty. Mm. So that's why I think that people got unraveled, for lack of a better word, unraveled. Yeah. And um, they're trying to get back into the swing of things. And it's hard for harder for some. And for others, they're like, whatever. Mm. I'm going with the flow. Um, uh can you speak a little bit more to internal things that we can practice or do yeah. to make our days better? Because there's yes. a lot of people coming home from work, um, not really really even knowing whether they're going to have a job the next day or not. It's, 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 it's a lot mm. um, to take in. Um, it seems like it changes every week. <laughs> it's something new on the plate. So yeah. can you speak a little bit about how they can get a little bit off the plate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it's, it, it comes down again to practice. I think if we're going to look at this as kind of an internal discipline, you've got to practice it to become good at it. And some of the techniques that I can show you will work in the moment. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you struggle with, with racing thoughts, okay, you worry about stuff, you, maybe you've got intrusive thoughts. This is, this is a very cool exercise that you can do. And it's, again, it's very quick. So what you do, again, using the breath, right, you breathe in with your mouth open. And as the cold air comes in, you feel it hit the back of your throat. And just imagine that when you breathe out, you're going to like breathe out the back of your neck and clear. I call it the mental body. Mm -hmm. This big bubble of energy around our heads, which causes us to perceive things, sometimes completely distorted hear mm -hmm. things what did you mean by that well, oh, no, i didn't say that right the mental body it's like this big donut this big ring donut right? mm -hmm. so breathing in and as you breathe out imagine it clearing that use your imagination mm -hmm. to image that that's what the imagination is it's your internal home cinema so breathe right. in breathe out mm -hmm. within a few breaths you will notice i'm not thinking about anything mm -hmm. and then you'll start thinking about not thinking and you just got to keep doing it but do it for a couple of minutes every day. Do it before you go to bed. And the next most important thing to do is to get into your body. So when you wake up in the morning, just feel, check yourself out, feel your feet, feel your fingers, feel the weight of your body on, you know, on, the, on the mattress, feel it. When you get up, be aware of what your body's telling you. Like, it hurts when I do that. Don't right. do that. Mm -hmm. Because be, being in the being in the body is being in the moment. Being in the moment is where all the good stuff is. Mm -hmm. Nothing. There's nothing. You know like what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know. That's no true. one knows. Mm -hmm. No one knows. Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what these people tell you. Nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow. I can give you a forecast, but that's only a forecast based on my perception. Mm -hmm. So be just in the moment. So I, I work a lot with plants. I've got a plot of land. I, I grow vegetables and fruit on, and you you know i i want beans now it doesn't matter how much i want it the bean is in its moment and it will grow 
And the first thing it's got to do is put a root down. <clears throat> and the better that root is, the better the ground that the root's in, the more peas I'm going to get. We're no different. Okay. Well, how about those negative thoughts? Mm. Them thoughts that enter in that, mm, I call them, <laughs> I'm not even going to go into what I call them, but the negative thoughts that they undermine um, the positive ones. Mm. How can we reject them mentally when they, when they appear? So, again, I, I liken it to a, a kind of century. It's like the minute, the minute that thought starts, I'm going to get it and I'm going to push it out. If it keeps coming back, I'm going to sit down with it and I'm going to face, I'm going to write it out on a piece of paper. Mm. And the first thing I'm going to look at it and I'm going to say, where's that thought come from? So let's take, for instance, right? Um, I worry. I worry that my um, kid is going to fall out of the upstairs window mm -hmm. all right, and hurt themselves. Okay. Is my window wide open? No. All right. Why am I worried about that? Well, I care about my kid, right? But why am I worried then? Why do I worry? Well, maybe I can't express how much I love my kid or how much I care for my kid. So I'm going to internalize that lack of ability to express. Right. This is what your subconscious mind does. Mm -hmm. If you can't find an answer, it will make one up. And because we've all got egos, the answer, the, the answer it makes up is normally negative. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people talk about... Um, Oh, I spoke to somebody the other day and they were talking about imposter, imposter syndrome. Right. I, I've got all that. I feel, okay, where's that come from? Oh, I don't mm -hmm. really know. But, you know, when I was young, um, I was always told you'll never amount to anything. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to work twice as hard because they've got a little bit of a disability. Uh -huh, so that's where it's come from. So even though you've done it and you've, you've, you've overcome, you know, your challenges, there's still that ego saying you shouldn't be here. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Generally speaking, okay. A great way to define this is to say, where do I feel it in my body? Mm -hmm. If I've got a negative thought, yeah, it's going to make you feel bad. Okay, that's a that's a physical, physiological fact. Right, you see right. depression, right? Mm -hmm. Like this. Mm -hmm. People that are up and happy and good, you know, they are, it's just like a plant. You know, if you, if you don't water a plant, it droops. Our water is our you know our life force that's right mm -hmm. chi yeah okay mm -hmm. some people refer to that as a different thing you know some people I, I've, I've experienced where people are kind of at, at rock festivals right and they they kind of filled with this almost like this oh the music and the stuff and this this like oh, I feel so pumped up when i come out of there man mm -hmm. that's because you've got your energy flowing something stimulated that and it's you you know you're feeling it alive you're mm -hmm. in the moment you can't feel like that unless you're in the moment. So I know this is crazy what I'm about to say, but I can't wait to hear what you're going to respond with. Um, through our through our days and through uh, work and just our everyday life, um, sometimes we draw negativity to us. Mm. Now I'm not crazy. I know that we need both to keep the balance, Christopher Byrne. <laughs> I know we need both negative energy to keep the balance, but to make ourselves feel better at a time such as this, is it best to put boundaries around us and eliminate all things that's going to 
throw us into a tailspin? Or I think for some people that is definitely a temporary fix. It's a mm. good thing to do because if you are in a place where like there's so much negativity coming at you, put your boundaries up. Boundaries are good. Okay, you know none of us can say no. Mm-hmm. Somebody taught me a very good trick years ago. Right, whenever you need to say no to somebody, think of something that makes you smile, right. and then say no. Mm-hmm. And when you say no with a smile, it's completely different energy than oh, I'm really sorry, I'd love to, but I'll go on. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, you changed it up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's just it, it's it's almost like rewiring your 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 perceptual filters. You know, um, we we are we are. We, what are we? we? Are we our mind? Are we our body? Are we? Well, we're, we're all of those things, but the mind is a place of illusion for the mm-hmm. most part. And there are loads and loads of psychological um, studies and experiments that have been done to prove this. For instance, your subconscious mind does not understand the concept of not. Right. right. So when you say, "I will not." do that what you're actually saying internally is i will i will so the more you say i will not you will you you will do it you will do it and that's a fact you know so boundaries yeah absolutely but what we mustn't do within that boundary is become a recluse because mm. it's ever so easy to go yeah. down that slippery slope of you know yes. what i'm just going to shut everything out people mm-hmm. often say you know like oh i don't watch the news man the, well, yeah, the news is negative, you know, because good news isn't profitable. Bad news keeps you watching. But if you mm-hmm. watch all the different channels from other countries as well, you'll see that their version of the news is different. Mm-hmm. So the news is not real. So watch the news. If you know, it's it just no, it's it's a program. It's it's not real. Mm-hmm. But there are better things to do with your time than watch the news. Um, so set those boundaries, but. Within that bet, within that fortress of solitude you create for yourself, work to understand why you're being triggered. I, I watch people a lot. Uh, you know, many of us are empathic without realizing it. Yeah, it is for me. It's the sixth <clears throat> sense. You know, it, we have to be empathic because we are intrinsically creatures that live in a tribe. We used to live in tribes. Now we tend not to so much mm-hmm. so you had to know what your other what was going on because if you walked into a, a particular part of your encampment and two people were about to go at it with each other you know you'd like get out of there we sense when things are bad but very often we just overwrite that oh, yes just, just a feeling oh wow mm-hmm. so listen to your gut your gut you, you know we, we've got a brain in our gut Many people watching this may know have heard of like the vagus nerve. Mm-hmm. And vagus is Latin; it means wandering. Um, and the vagus nerve it used to be thought the vagus nerve connected the gut and the brain together, which it does. But some studies over recent years have shown that it connects all the major organs of the body to the brain. Mm-hmm. So your body is feeding back to a part of your brain that you never listen to. Mm-hmm. And there's a great exercise as well if you want to lift your spirits. Say you've had a really bad day; you're just feeling down um you breathe in and lift your shoulders and breathe out and shrug and immediately do it you start to feel this kind of tingling sensation and within 15 20 seconds you're feeling good pumped up you're ready to rock and roll baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay and that mm-hmm. you're just playing with your vagus nerve 
the vagus mm-hmm. nerve it comes out the back of the brain it runs down the neck through here it's, it's the nerve that's um, responsible for allowing us to smile right, right. well mm-hmm. so smiling is good mm-hmm. you know and it, it, it we don't do enough of it mm-hmm. we're all too serious right so yeah so identify why you're having these negative thoughts identify whether they are real mm-hmm. talk to yourself write them down mm-hmm. look at them from you know from an external standpoint the most important advice i would, I would give anybody is talk to someone right right keep these mm-hmm. things in because if you keep them in they will grow that's true a thought will grow mm-hmm. people often talk about um the inner demons and that's really all thoughts are and once you know where that inner demon that thought has come from is every thought has a genesis mm-hmm. so i'll give you a for instance okay many years ago i was working with somebody and they were um a, a addicted to gambling okay okay um and i said to them like okay where does this because they they knew they were at the point where i like i need to stop this because it's ruining my life everyone else's life around me okay. mm-hmm. I said, why do you I don't know. I said, okay, I want you just to think. Take as long as you can. Think, think, think. If we do this, like it's almost like photographs in a, in, a, in a, an album. Right, think right. Back your memories go back. Let your mind wander. Mm-hmm. It will come to that point where you learn that that was the thing to do, and it hits you like that. Oh, I remember. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because I grew up, I'd never had anything, and I thought, you know what, the only way to because I didn't know how to like work for it because I was taught because both their parents worked hard and I was taught that hard work didn't pay off. Mm-hmm. Try and get it the easy way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really, mm-hmm. So, um, me myself, I have a problem dealing with a um, impulsive mm. behavior, obsessive compulsive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's not it's not severe where is completely repetition in everything. But in certain areas, it is I find myself by, and I think that's what drew me to you years ago. Um, I used to be a worrier, and when mm. I worry, the worry starts small, then it gets bigger, then it gets bigger, then, it, <laughs> and I didn't know how to diffuse it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know how. I was like, why am I worrying so much? Now, in my mind, my mind is telling me that it's not so bad. But it's not receiving it like that. It's just getting bigger and bigger. So what would you say to a person who has severe obsessive compulsive and they are dealing with the sign of the times and they're seeing this thing as just after the pandemic is just one catastrophe after another? Yeah. And what I would say to them, first of all, is kind of just to like put a context on it. If you go back and actually read the history of the last 10, 15, 20 years, it's been one conflict and catastrophe after another. Absolutely. They've been a bit, they've been slightly smaller. Mm -hmm. But these two catastrophes that have occurred affect all of us. Mm -hmm. COVID, because obviously, and with the Ukrainian thing, not only have we got the worry about escalation, but also certain foods are now more expensive mm, mm-hmm. so it affects us so it brings it into our our, our living room brings it into our home yes. so that's going to that's seem more scary but the fact of the matter is if we look back at history over the last 15 20 years 
it's been bad, <laughs> right? It's been really yeah. bad. In fact, you could argue that right from the end of the Second World War, it never really stopped. It just changed. So that's the first thing. The second thing, I would say take some time to really sit with your, whatever your com compulsion is, whatever your obsession is, to sit with it and to understand, is there a way that I can actually make this work for me? Right. You know, I listened to something a few weeks ago and it really made me think on something. It was this person talking about their ADHD and how they turned it into a superpower. Mm -hmm. So they were able to speed read. They're able to remember crazy things like from years ago that suddenly they can use in the moment. Mm -hmm. And they turn this into a superpower. So let's say you're obsessive about cleaning. Mm -hmm. Set yourself up as a cleaning business, man, because you're going to be the best cleaner ever. Yes. And that, and I don't mean to sound flippant. I don't mean to belittle it. Mm -hmm. But the only person that can really help you is you. Yeah. And do what it takes, play with it, turn mm -hmm. it into a, a positive thing, change it around. Because going back to the idea of Tai Chi, finding your extremes, mm -hmm. once you know your extremes, you can find your center. That's right. That's right. And this is nothing to do with mumbo jumbo or woo woo. Mm -hmm. This is an absolute mental, physical well being fact. How do I come back? So when I do my Vegas exercise and I get all pumped up, you know, and it's like, well, hey, how do I come back to it? Because I can't go around like that because mm -hmm. I just get really annoyed people all the time. So <laughs> how do I come back to my center? Exactly. So go there if I need to. I mm -hmm. can go the other way if I need to and mm -hmm. experience profound sadness when I think about the mm -hmm. anniversary of a passing of someone that I deeply loved or, you know, I can go and experience that because they're all good things. Chris, get into detail about the center because some people are saying, what is he talking about? Go back sure. to my center. What is my center? Yeah, so your, your center is that place. So physically, physically, your center of gravity is that area just below your belly button, just below your navel. So that's your center of gravity. That's where you should move from. I'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute because that's quite important. Yeah, from it is. Mm -hmm. But your center is that place where you feel comfortable. So where, if I'm sat on my chair at the moment and I'm feeling that, mm -hmm. And I'm, I've got my air, and I'm feeling that. And this sort of stuff, I love to do. So I'm feeling that. So I'm whoopee loo at the moment. You know, I've, I've won the jackpot. But that third part of it, that, you know, that happiness, that elation of doing what I love, that's not going to last forever. That's going to stop in, 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 in a few, you know, in a short time. And I've got to quickly then go back to being as comfortable and as satisfied without this. Yeah. I can do that. Mm -hmm. So your your mental or your well-being center that doesn't exist in time and space. That's a that's a state of being. That's a, mm -hmm. a kind of a thing. But your your actual physical center. So when you next time you go to pick something up, okay, take time to think where do I move from? So if I want to reach for my mug, which, which is kind of out of my uh, grasp, I could kind of, I could stand up and move across my whole body, or I could reach over like this and maybe put my back out. It's surprising when you talk to many people that have got like back problems and they say, you know what, I sneezed and my back went out. Or I just went to open the car door and my back went out. 
And that's because for years you've not been moving properly. One of the greatest gifts that the movement of Tai Chi can give us <clears throat> is the idea that everything moves as one. Your body is not a series of, you know, separate units. Everything is connected. So when I move my head, my whole body moves. And if you watch people doing Tai Chi, which I strongly urge you all to do, go look at YouTube after this and watch some people doing Tai Chi. What you'll notice is that when, when one hand moves up, the other hand moves down. When one moves out, the other moves in and so on and so on. And the head moves, the eye moves, the attention moves and the breath in and out. Everything moves together. And there's a really cool exercise you can do. And again, these are all kind of distractions, but they, yeah. they are distractions to a very good end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You move your hand, you just take your, your right hand or your left hand, doesn't really matter. And you just focus your eyes both on, on, the, on, the, on the finger there and you just move and just follow your head and see, oh, yeah, I feel a bit stiff there. Now my shoulder feels a bit stiff, right? How can I make that movement more profound? So I'm going to come back the other way, and I can actually move further that way, all right? So if I start to loosen my spine up a bit, and start to come around that way now, and get your whole body moving, even down to the soles of your feet, if you're sat down or stood up, right? So my feet are going to slightly twist as I move. Feel that centre. Move that centre. So... It's kind of my arm lifting doesn't come from my arm lifting. It comes from my whole body moving. And once you start to get that whole body awareness, again, you're, you're in the moment. Mm-hmm. Coming back to that, that's where all the good stuff is. Mm-hmm. Moment. Okay, Chris. Well, we are at um, a couple of minutes shy of our time together. Wow. Is there anything else you would want to you want to give the audience um, to go with? Yeah, I, I would say that no matter where you are it, on your pathway or, or in your struggle, never give up. Sometimes go back. It's okay to go back. Go back. Look at where you were. Look at how you got to where you were. We spend so much of our time trying to move forward out of it to work on ourselves. Be as you are now. And the question to ask is what if this is as good as it gets? What if this is perfection? How do I make it work for me? You know, so I spoke to somebody years ago that had lost a a limb and they said they spent like six months moping, being miserable because they couldn't walk, couldn't do this, couldn't do that. They were a runner before. Mm -hmm. But then they figured out a way to do it and, and won more medals without a leg than they did as a runner with a leg mm-hmm. it's all about that mindset you know mm-hmm. mindset in Taoism, that there's a thing called a mind seal process where you seal your mind against negativity mm-hmm. uh, and we sometimes in life we have to just realize the only person that can change us is us mm-hmm. if you're offended like my neighbor say for instance my neighbor plays loud rock music or knows their lawn at 3am in the morning well that needs to be addressed addressed. Mm -hmm. say you are offended by the the color of your neighbor's car that doesn't need to be addressed that's your problem right right figuring out what needs to be addressed and what doesn't you know Mm -hmm. wisdom to accept what i can't change and change and the strength to change what i can Mm -hmm. so make an inventory again 
you know, what can I change? What can't I change? I must learn to change what I can and accept change in here. What mm-hmm. I can't change out there. And I, another great, it's almost a magic psychological fact. Again, once mm-hmm. you change what's in here, change one thing in here, your whole world changes. Yes. Because the world is in you. That's it. Thank you, Chris. That was wonderful. And Chris, we have come to the end of this broadcast. But before you go, um, I created this board. And this board is called the Board of Hope and Perseverance. Um, I want my every guest to come on my podcast to signature my board. And I want them to leave with a positive word or a quote put up underneath their signature. So I'm going to have the uh, honors of writing your name because you're too far away. And what word would you want me to put underneath your name, Chris? I can't give you a word. I can give you a a, a short sentence. And that is, you will win. Mm, I like that. Now, hold on. Maybe you can see me go to the board before you leave. And I'm going to put, you will win under your name. Who am I going to put Chris here? Hey, Did you see me? I did. All right. Well, you will win. Let's speak it out into the universe. Yeah. To take it up for everybody who's still struggling. And I thank you so much for being here, Chris. I appreciate it. My absolute pleasure. And I see you all next time on Cathartic Conversation Podcast. Thanks for watching. Peace.